Welcome to She Inspires Me. I'm your host, Caroline Bruni, founder of She Inspires Me and Organise Curate Design. Launched as a Facebook passion project back in 2017, She Inspires Me has been reborn to highlight the incredible women we all encounter in our everyday lives and how we can take inspiration from them. Thanks to our key sponsor, Organise Curate Design, I welcome you to listen and get inspired as we showcase these incredible women. Welcome to She Inspires Me, the podcast for women who, um, or women and young women who inspire us in our lives and our local communities. Um, today, I'm super excited to interview Alina Gilmer, who is my niece and who is the first person that was ever interviewed under the banner of She Inspires Me. Um, so for those of you who've listened to our intro episode, you'll know that I launched She Inspires Me back in 2017, um, where I interviewed Alina. She was the first person I interviewed. That was a written piece. Um, and so I thought it was fitting to have her be the first guest on our podcast. So welcome, Alina. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today um, on a Saturday at the, well, actually a Saturday being Anzac Day today and um, the yeah. first, first um, you know, podcast that I've ever done, let alone in the time of COVID-19. So um, it's a really interesting time in history, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it's quite interesting as well that um, like if, if I think about when we spoke back in 2017 and now it's 2020, um, how much the world has changed and technology has changed because we wouldn't have been yeah. able to as well as we're doing it today. So, mm-hmm. um, so I wanted to see, have you had a chance to read, you know, our interview back from 2017? Um, I'm, yeah, I think I read it this morning. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. And how did you feel kind of seeing the things that you were thinking and feeling back three years ago? So how old, remind me, how old are you now? Um, I'm 11. Now. You're 11. Okay. So but still a significant part of your life in the sense of how much you grow in that three-year time frame. Um, yeah. What did you think about, you know, just reading your thoughts from three years ago? Um, it was pretty, like, it was a big thing because I don't think I just, as soon as I read it, I remembered all of it from back then and it kind of made me go like, wow, (laughs) what's happened? Yep. Yep. Exactly. So I guess for, um, for the people listening, I'm going to go through a few of the things that we talked about back um, in 2017. But the, one of the first things I will read is that um, the reason why I, um, I interviewed you originally and why, and I don't think that this trait of yours has changed at all, is why I chose you as the first She Inspires Me candidate is because of your ambition. So I've always known, especially as your auntie, and I get to, get to spend a lot of time with you, I guess, for those who don't know us personally, um, we live in two separate states. That's been the the majority of your life. And um, so we don't kind of, we're not the kind of auntie and niece that hang out every couple of weekends or have sleepovers and whatever else. So when I do see you, it's for these small snippets of time. And 
Um, but what I've always noticed about you is how ambitious you are. And um, that's always been something that really inspires me um, when I see that trait in you. And so I had written about how articulate and passionate you are. And um, at the time, you were telling me about how you were writing um, Jack and the Beast. Stalk, and you were introducing a female character so it was Ben, Lucy and the Beanstalk. Did you end up writing that? What did you end up doing with it? Um, I, I don't know. It's probably um, in a box somewhere or <laughs> just somewhere in my room. I'm not actually sure where it is but I'm pretty sure I'll just come across it someday, sometime soon. So do you remember why you were rewriting it at the time? I'm pretty sure it had something to do with gender equality and how, like, Jack and Beanstalk only had Jack in it and so yeah. then I wanted to introduce a female character. Which is so fascinating that someone of your age back then very much understood the um, the lack of female characters in stories um, and in platforms of all different natures, but even in fairy tales and stories that we read to kids um so that's super interesting that you were already thinking about that then do you find have you found that now being 11 you're kind of in that preteen stage now and um do you find that gender equality has become something that you're even more aware of now yeah um i have been quite aware of it um it's so sometimes it is a little bit annoying because there can be these people at school um, who are like, you can't do this because you're a girl. And it kind of annoyed me in year four because that's what happened to me in year four. They said um, the boys in my class that I couldn't play soccer yep. because I was a girl. Yeah. And um, what do you think are some things that young girls like you can do when it comes to situations like that? Like what comes naturally for you when it comes to moments like that? Do you find that it can be hard to stand up for yourself or to speak out in those moments? Yeah, it is quite difficult. Um, it can be really difficult sometimes um, because I was quite young when it happened to me, so I didn't actually know what to say. But now it's more of a, like, why would you say that kind of thing? Because um, it's gender equality is getting better yeah. um, throughout more and more years. Yeah. Um, but still sometimes there are a few things that happen with it. Yeah, and moments where even I... Even for me, um, as a woman in my late 30s, um, I still have those days where someone might say something and in the moment I might freeze or I might not know what to say in response or even how to stick up myself. And then it's afterwards where you have all those thoughts, like, I should have said this, yeah. done this. Yeah. And, but I think that happens right across the board when someone says something that you're not happy with regardless of if it's regarding gender equality or not. So that's super interesting. Um, so I guess you'll have to go hunting for Ben, Lucy and the Beanstalk and <laughs> you find it. I'm really keen to see what you actually wrote at the time. Um, yeah. Looking at my other notes, um, 
you, I, I wrote, as a lover of writing, your biggest project was a magazine that you were working on, which had a strong focus on anti-bullying. So tell me what happened with that project. Um, it's at my mum's place and I'm pretty sure it's almost finished, but I think every now and then I have a project and then I move on to something else and then I just keep moving on. But then I never actually finish the project. Yep. That's then, us. That's all of us. <laughs> yeah. That's very common. Um, and so I think at the time, the key driver for the magazine or the idea around it was around, um, you know, anti-bullying, ending bullying and supporting, um, you know, supporting people. And I think at the time you were telling me about just some friends that you had that were really great at supporting you and vice versa. And that was the key driver behind that. Um, are you still friends with those girls? Uh, yeah, I've been friends with them um, since year one, actually. Wow. So, yeah. It's a long time when you're 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you find that those factors around bullying and and the things that you were telling me at the time about how your friends help you and stick up, you stick up for each other and whatever else. Is that something that's still a challenge as you get, um, you know, further into your school years? Uh, yeah, it's a um, bit of a challenge. And actually the um, bullying part of it is actually gets a bigger challenge when you go higher into your school years, because as you go into a teenager stage, it's harder for teenagers to be themselves in front of other people, um, yeah. which is kind of hard. And why do you think that is? Like, do you, do you remember the kind of age that that started to change for you, where you started to be more aware of kind of being different around different people or not feeling like yourself as much? Yeah, um, that stage was somewhere around middle of year four, 2018. Okay. And do you think it's just something that comes with age or um, was it also environment, like the people you were spending time with? Uh, well, it was mostly, I think it does come in age, but usually it starts a bit later than year four. But part of the reason is that there were some fairly mean people in my class in year four. So then I had to be a bit more aware of what I was doing, I felt. Yeah, right. That's really interesting. And I think it's fantastic to hear that you have these friendships that have obviously been a really positive influence and support for you right throughout your life, but that you still have those friendships. And I'm sure they've evolved and they've changed as you guys have changed and evolved as young women, um, but it's fantastic to hear that you still got them there. Um, yeah. So we just talked about two really fantastic projects that you were working on three years ago. Are there any that you've started? I might be your accountability buddy and hold you to actually finishing a project because <laughs> that's <laughs> something that you yeah. need. Um, but are there any exciting projects that you're working on that you're enjoying at the moment? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm not really doing, um, <clears throat> sorry, you're um, projects. Um, I think... I just have more like kind of kind of dreams, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, because I really want to be a photographer or a fashion designer or a writer when I'm older. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I would also love to be like a drawer or an yep. artist. Um, yep. and I have done a lot of drawings for the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are clothes. Um, but I mostly draw anime kind of cool. figures. So maybe we redo Jack. Um, what was it, Jack Lucy? Jack Lucy, Ben Lucy, and the Beanstalk, and you could make <laughs> characters. That would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. So I do remember asking you this question, and, and um, so as I said, one of the traits that I've always identified in you that really inspire me is how ambitious you are. And I think this is a trait that you've just had since you were born. Um, I I know that you're the kind of person that when you set your mind to something, you really go for it and you don't really tend to let too many external factors stop you from thinking that you can achieve that, which is a great trait. And I, I really hope that you kind of have that right throughout your life because you can be distracted by people that don't or that, you know, tell you that you can't do whatever it is you're trying to achieve. What do you think? um, So my question back then was, what do you think I could do to be more ambitious? Um, But I guess now that we're talking to a wider audience, what do you think people can do to be more ambitious and to push past negativity that they might encounter? Um, Well, something that my mum told me and I learnt it I think last year is that you shouldn't let other people get into the way get in the way of like what you want to do because Mm -hmm. it's not really helpful for you um and it's if they're dealing with their own problem they they should fix it or get someone else to help them fix it but if you're trying to drive towards something, um, just do it and don't let anybody else stop you from doing it. I think that's fantastic advice. And I'm really glad that it sounds as though you've got some really fantastic role models that are sharing that kind of knowledge with you as well, because it's one thing to naturally have a lot of ambition, which I, I believe that you already do. But when you've got these these little nuggets of gold that people are giving you to help you when maybe you're not having the best of days, it's, that's really great. Yeah. We'll, we'll just be reminded that sometimes people are going to try and get in your way and you just need to tell them to move. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who are you most influenced by and inspired by? Um... I think I'm quite inspired by my mum because she can solve like these problems, like internal problems that just are really hard to solve when you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my dad, on the other hand, he can solve all these external problems. So they're really good problem solvers, except one solves internal and one solves external um and yeah that's it's really helpful 
That's a fantastic um, way of describing the differences in problems as well. I, you know, a lot of us don't realise that there is a real clear difference between an external and an internal problem and having the capacity to solve internal problems is, is really interesting because sometimes it can be in your own head or in your own heart or in your own emotions and that can be really challenging because you're kind of battling with yourself. Um, yeah. And having the capacity and the skills to solve external problems that are so much bigger than you um, and so much have so much impact because they are external to you as well is is really interesting and I find it really interesting that you say that you've got these two you've obviously got your parents as inspiration but they come with such similar skills but they use them in different ways so to think that that's what you're looking up to is fantastic because hopefully you can grab yeah. of both of that and <laughs> skills um, and what about in your peer circle so um, people around your own age, be it friends or even people in the public, like is there anyone that you look up to that the um, that have really inspired you, especially in the last few years? Um, there are a few. Um, so some of my friends are really um, really inspiring. Sometimes they can just be really kind. Mm -hmm. and just helpful um but someone i think she's 16 now um it's greta um who yep, was greta doing Thunberg. the protest yeah yep um she's quite inspiring because she actually so the first year before the really huge protest she tried to do a protest but absolutely no one showed up to the protest yep. um but then she still persevered and then she achieved what she wanted to achieve. Mm. Yep. And that's that perseverance of um, believing in something regardless of what anyone else has to say and um, and just sticking with it, which is where that impression comes in of just persevering. And it's a fantastic trait and what a great role model to look up to that's kind of like in the outside world that, um, that isn't too far off your age, which is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, thank you so much for being our first guest. Um, I, yeah, when I sat and thought about what I wanted to do turning this into a podcast, I thought what better place to start that with you, especially to <laughs> talk about what we chatted about three years ago. I guess, is there anything else that you want? to share with me or any questions that you've got for me um, now that we're kind of wrapping up and in regards to maybe ambition or inspiration or anything else that um, that you wanted to ask? I don't think I do. Oh, um, as, as concise as you always are. I'm always <laughs> at how you just know what you want. <laughs> Thank you again for being a guest. I'm, I'm looking forward to all of this coming together and for you being our first official guest of the She Inspires Me. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Alina. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of this incredible community. Remember to hit subscribe and join us in our next episode to be inspired by more exceptional women.